0: Streams podcast co-host Kip Ione here today. I'm giving you a on the drive segment featuring snippets of an interview I did with two of my former teammates with Willamette University's men's basketball program, Seth Peck, class of 1999, and Mark Newman, class of 2000. I had originally had them on our Bearcat Hoop YouTube channel for a Where Are They Now session, where I interview former players and talk to them about their careers. And I just found both of them. Seth, uh, following a career in special education, is now the assistant principal at Wallace Elementary in the Kelso, Washington School District. And Mark, who is the president of Precision An- Analytical in McMinnville, Oregon, uh, and has actually you know kind of founded the Dutch dried urine test for comprehensive hormone, dutchtest.com. He's the president. I found their stories to be not only um, so impactful for, you know, my recruiting as the men's basketball coach of Willamette University, but Kane and I talked about it and the two of them had such definitive cross the stream moments that we figured we had to get parts of their interview into the podcast. So the addition on the drive segment today, well, you'll have not the entire interview uh, at the end of it. I'll provide you with the YouTube link for the full Willamette specific interview that I did with those two guys, but the exact cross the streams moments in both the educational career and and on the scientific side with precision analytical and the Dutch test for Mark, um, we're going to listen to them talk about success, defining that in each of their industries uh, and those tough decisions they both had to make to get where they are today. A uh, little backstory here, the two of them not only were my teammates, but very close to each other were teammates. Uh, throughout our time at Willamette University men's basketball and the two of them have stayed connected in life since we graduated and they graduated from Willamette so it just made sense uh, to bring them on together their industries are different but uh, both of them are so close they kind of wanted to be a, a tag team presentation so this is addition on the drive segment cross the streams podcast snippets of Kip's conversation Seth Peck assistant principal wallace elementary kelso washington school district and mark newman president of precision analytical inc in the dutch test in McMinnville, oregon enjoy both of you guys um one, one of the things the themes, just even your quick overviews of, of your progression your careers are those moments where somebody or i, mean, I don't want to say society but maybe conventional wisdom told you you know what i'm thinking about doing seems dumb or scary or too risky i should you know i don't want i should take the safe path but obviously both of you guys like seth you mentioned took the plunge what was the process who were the people you guys discussed these career you know these life-changing decisions to to go to that cross the streams moment you know obviously the the title of the podcast is cross the streams and you guys are old enough sorry to date us all to have yep. seen the marshmallow killing incident on Ghostbusters where Bill Murray asked Egon, you sure were supposed to cross the streams? Oh, yeah. Get it. So, Sethi, talk, talk to me about, you know, like nobody wants to get into special ed. They're literally recruiting you and offering you incentive money because yeah. there's not mm-hmm. enough people. Who? How did you go through that, making that decision?
1: Well, I think, you know, my uh, that aunt, I'm not really like philosophically, you know, aligned with how she thinks a lot of the time, but. Um, just she got me open to the idea. Mm -hmm. And so um, my mom and my dad, um, they're both people who came from, you know, lower middle income backgrounds. My dad was the first person in his family to attend college, graduate college. My mom was the second. And actually, my dad graduated from Atkinson at Willamette and my mom graduated from the law school at Willamette too. Um, But my parents, they could see that I wasn't Uh, the word if I look for, I wasn't content with what I was doing. So they, Mm -hmm. I mean, they gave me, they gave me the patience and really talking to me and ask my thinking on what I was doing and why. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if I had to really look at like what the, the impetus was, it was, it was, you know, my dad, my dad always say to me, Seth, um, education, all it's going to, it's going to buy you is it's going to buy you freedom of movement and choices. And so, you know, I, I mean, I didn't have my master's yet at the time, but, just said, "What do you want from life? What do you want to do?" And I think I've always, um, when I um, came to faith, came to the faith that I believe in in college, it's just learning to serve people and love people and trying to help out. That's that's been important part of my life since my early twenties. And um, getting into special education, um, to be honest, it was really. Uh, kind of how maximus was just saying earlier just sort of doors opened, you know is going mm-hmm. closer to home in, in vancouver area it was at a school called city university and they were basically you know just incentivizing me saying i can get you your teaching certificate i can get you your your endorsement to get in uh classrooms and you just got to be willing to work hard and uh, over a 16 month period just cram 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 and put your life on pause but if you do that and you sacrifice then you can see if this is an avenue that that you're interested in. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, it worked out. My first application after graduating, I went and worked uh, at a school district that I stayed in for 11 years. And um, so, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm thoroughly answering the question. but oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, I mean, my mom and dad, um, you know, friends like Mark, you know, Mark, probably one of my, my best friends, just – people, you know, there's a pretty small circle in terms of people that I would trust and just say this is what I'm thinking and here's why. And, um, you know, it's a process, but it's just like the old scientific method, Mr. Maximus, you know, you just kind of, <laughs> you figure out what's your, you know, what's going to bring you joy and how you can help others.
0: Mark, same for you. So you're doing hormonal testing, you know, day-to-day monotony. Then now you're an entre- entrepreneurial genius. You're like your decision-making, who you leaned on, why you did it, et cetera
2: yeah i'll take the word entrepreneur you can keep the word um yeah i i mean when i say what we did was sort of providential like it um i don't say that about all that many uh left hand turns and right hand turns in my life but it really was um you know i had the thought of hey could i do my own thing which i wasn't really looking for um but the answer was no because there were like these six seven different pieces to the puzzle that would have to come into alignment um, in order for that to happen from, uh, you know, finance, like sort of thing and availability of this type of person and that type of person and, and on and on it went. And it was literally like over this, I don't know, three hour period of a day where all this stuff just sort of coalesced <laughs> right right in front of my eyes. Um, and it's like, oh, I, I guess this is what we're doing. And um my wife's been like amazingly supportive. I and mean, we had three kids at the time.
0: Okay. So it's
2: like, yeah, this is, you know, if <laughs> this doesn't go well, um, that's gonna be painful. Um, <laughs> but, be, but to be honest, because it was such a clear, like for me, parting of the seas, I was like, you know what, if, if what God has in store for me is to fail a business and to learn an extra dose of humility and to work our butts off just to make things go and survive, then like okay Um, and we were both on board with that and um, you know and we're thankful that we're you know cruising along now and have a healthy business that's uh, serving a need in a little niche market that's a ton of fun to to work in with some really really inspirational people that are honestly trying to change the face of medicine Mm
0: -hmm. um,
2: to get people to take more of a like root cause approach to you know healthcare instead of a really heavy pharmaceutical like approach and it's it's yeah, it's a lot of fun to be, to be a part of, but that's, for me, it was this, just this, yeah, like crescendo of variables Mm -hmm. that, that came together in a way where it was unmistakably, like we're going in this direction. Um, and, and so away we went.
0: Yeah. Well, then you said three hours. Are you serious? Like literally like three hour period.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Like I, I, I had had conversations like over a month period that it really wasn't even theoretical. Cause I was like, like this can't happen because I'm not taking this risk with my family, unless these, these, these multiples of people and things are in place. And then, you know, I got a call about, I mean, if you want a little bit of detail, this little lab mm-hmm. space opened up in of all places, my wife's hometown, where this uh, bioanalytical lab wanted to close down their location there and just get out of Dodge. And so mm-hmm. they, you know who's gonna buy that stuff, who's gonna take that space, and but I still missing like <laughs> five pieces to the puzzle. And I just started making phone calls to it, um and it was just like yeah, this kind of crazy convergence of uh of providence of all these these things just kind of like boom 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 boom. And then Mm -hmm. I I like calling my wife in between like, you know, oh, well, this person can, you know, has this hookup. And um, this person I know in Canada can actually fill a role that I need. That's a really hard thing to find because they used to be a medical doctor in Oregon. And, you know, and all this kind of was crazy. Um, And so, yeah, that was it. And I went in the next day and talked to my boss and he wished (laughs) me well and sent me on my way. Um, (laughs) at at, At that point, we had we had nothing and it just all continued to. To work out and doors opened and we just like kind of by faith just kind of continue to walk forward and um, we you know a couple nervous breakdowns along the way of just like <laughs> you know I'm mean, not an entrepreneur right so as you yeah. open the doors and start business it's like you have these linear projections because that's what works in Excel and works in my mind and then <laughs> that's not how it plays out but a, but in in due time everything you know came and the the concept that we're doing is is novel in our space. Um, and that's really caught on. And so it's just kind of continued to grow. And, you know, now we're busting at the seams in our, in our space and trying to figure out where the heck we're going next. And it's, which those are fun problems to have. Yeah. Um, the uh, We're running out of money and moving in with your parents phase. is <laughs> You know, that was less fun.
1: So in terms of like a gratifying, I mean, I, uh, I finished my, my master's um, to become a principal about five years ago. And I applied probably to eight or nine different districts, put in 20, 23, 24 applications, and I I would never get interviews, but I would would keep plugging away and keep plugging away. And so this past year, I got uh, my second interview ever, and I got hired to become an assistant principal for the first time. Hey,
0: Seth. One more time. Where was that interview that you did get hired at?
1: the The school. I mean, it's really. It's just. It's a. Uh, it's an environment that has just been ravaged with uh, a lot of opiate, o- opioid use, and um, not a lot of gang activity, but just a lot of uh, methamphetamine, heroin use. that's just absolutely destroyed this uh, tiny little community. It's gratifying, but I mean, you're really. Uh, you have the opportunity to uh, really help people and serve them. So and. So to me, it's never really—it's um, not really gratifying in the sense with the position. It's—I just—I love being in the the battle. I've never been part of a school that's actually turned its um, its fate around mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. you know.
0: There have been a validation for your risk taking, right? And then I want you to dive in, describe, give us three to five minutes, dumb it down for the audience. What your business There's, does, what the does. lab
1: does. Okay. Don't build him up that much. Cheery Christmas.
0: All right. Can you mute him? Um, so
2: um, validation. So I think initially, like I said, things were so clear that it was validating that we're going the right way. But I have in no means I am entitled to be the owner of a successful business. Um, you know, so after that, I think we we sort of built our mousetrap, like that took six or nine months and then we opened our doors for sales which is where our then ignorance came flooding out because that part of it was like holy cow what are we doing here
0: yeah
2: um and that was really hard like i had not fun to say but like legitimately like a nervous breakdown where it's like my my mind is going in so many different directions and they all end negatively and it was like i've never experienced anything like that before and i think i mean it's it's done like changed my brain like permanently because the stress is like it's it's hard on your brain. Um, and I think coming out of that, like we, we finally got like our first sizable client. Um, and there were some other things that needed resolving and things and that like, we kind of got past this point where like, Oh, like I didn't get a paycheck, but we paid all all our bills this month. Um, and so like getting past that point was like, Amazingly relieving in terms of like, okay, like we we can actually do this Um, And I can see a hypothetical where we don't completely fail. Yeah Um, And then from there honestly, it's been a lot of just slow and steady stuff Um, We've been I've had so much help from so many people that had nothing to gain Um, and that's been like super encouraging um, Mm -hmm. in terms of just helping us along in different ways and different things. So I wouldn't say we've had any aha moments past that. It's just uh-huh. been like more than I could have imagined. I mean, my like business projections initially were, you know, like we maybe someday would grow to be a third of the size that we are, not like we're the, some enormous company, but like right. it's, it's exceeded any expectations I had. Um, so that's been great. Right. Um, what we do specifically, is so we're a specialty lab we do hormone testing so we're if you wanted to simple simplify it as much as you can we we test boy hormones girl hormones and stress hormones so it's androgens estrogens cortisol and there are a couple different ways to do that so people use saliva testing people use 24-hour urine testing people use blood testing so we came up with a novel way to do it using it's kind of weird but like a dried urine collection which allows us to test Hormones that change throughout the day, like melatonin and cortisol, but also all of these interesting metabolites that you can test in urine. So, if you have a B12 deficiency, I can tell because your methylmalonic acid will go up in your urine. And mm-hmm. we have a so we, we've kind of added things into one test that were formerly like two or three different tests, um, and made it made it really cost effective. Okay, so you're getting a lot of information pretty cost effectively, it's, it's a lot of information intellectually. So that's been a big challenge for us is trying to get doctors to make sure that they kind of follow what we're doing. And that it's um, not overwhelming from an intellectual standpoint. um, Because it's, it's a lot, it's comprehensive, which kind of kind of, you know, is a two edged sword. Um, And so that's, that's what we do. So and then we've just been since we got started, then just adding to that and trying to improve what we're doing. Um, So the uh, the thing that we do is called Dutch. It's an acronym. And that like weird name has sort of stuck to this concept. So now that we have three or four competitors kind of doing similar stuff, we've actually stayed pretty healthy and out ahead of people. And so then my job now is to try to add, you know, new and interesting things to what we do that sort of fold into the same story. So we're, we're the opposite of diverse. Like we don't, We don't, there are labs that are like one-stop shop, right? You can do your, this test and your that test. And we're, we're not like, we do one thing. And I always tell people I'm an inch wide and a mile deep. And that's like a pretty good description (laughs) of, of what we do. So, um, there are, yeah. So I've just been digging into this, um, this world of hormones, like interesting as it is to some Potentially not, but I, I love it. It's fascinating yeah. and it's it is really like putting together a big puzzle in terms of how, you know, your vitamin deficiency ties into the way your body metabolizes hormones, which might change your risk for getting breast cancer and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So it's it's a it's an interesting little niche.